0: Hello and welcome back, Stocks and Jocks. I'm Tom Howie. Stays Katina back on the board. SP futures down 850. Dow futures uh, down 157. Nasdaq futures up 45. This is a market, a market change in the market. How's that? How's that for a play on words? I like it. It's uh, not bad for, <clears throat> for a cold Friday morning. Um, last night we were up all across the board. Uh, we did have a big, big rally in oil here today up $1. 75, over 90 to 92.01. I don't know, Kevin. My prediction uh, that we're not going to make it to 100 is looking a little feeble here. What do you think? Do we have Kevin? Hold yeah. on. Hold on. All right. We'll, we'll get him. The, uh... Anyway, the, uh... The stock, obviously, in the... In vogue yesterday is Amazon. Day after Facebook. Uh... And the... Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. What we we got you, Kev. Yeah, you got me. Good. We got you. We got you. The, uh... Saying that my prediction on uh, Nyet to $100 oil might be uh, A little feeble, what do you think? We're up to 92
1: Yeah I think um, feeble's let, Let's go with feeble
0: let's go, We're going to go with feeble? Yeah, I think it's feeble yeah. uh, you know, I, I could I could luck out And make it to 99.80 or something And say I was a genius, but I, you know, I wouldn't do that Because if you're long all the way from
1: Oh no, uh, no, 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 if you're right uh, uh, Definitely claim geni- geniusness
0: yeah, but I'd still rather have the trade from no, up and, to and,
1: and and don't even smirk when you say it. Yeah, just say it like yeah. I had it all along.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew when I bought it at seventy two it was going to ninety nine eighty, and I sold right there. I mean, I could say that. Yeah. But then, then again, like, I didn't uh,
1: um, in, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, when when Pee Wee Herman is kind of showing off on his on his bike and he crashes and goes uh, tumbling, and you know, and these kids are ready to laugh at him, and he looks at him and he says, "I meant to do that."
0: Good. It's uh. Well, as everybody probably has figured out by this time, Facebook yesterday, it's not making any kind of a bounce today. It's only up 44 cents. However, Amazon is, uh, where, where do I have my Amazon up here? I know I got someplace. Because uh, it's obviously a big company. It's up 299. Of course, they were down 200 yesterday. So they're up, uh, up uh, ninety ninety ninety-three uh, 93 from two days ago. So it's a big move up, obviously, from, certainly from the close last night. Um, Kevin, unfortunately, it fits into uh the, the, the jigsaw I'm seeing that is that is this economy. And uh and we have the labor reports today, so hopefully uh hopefully they will not confirm what I'm thinking is happening because I really want to be wrong on this one. I think that there is no growth across the board and probably negative growth if you take out the the inflation piece of it. And when that happens the, the market, without even seemingly... Well, the market knows... Well, I can't say it. The market's an impersonal person. Impersonal thing. You can't have such thing as an impersonal... Actually, there are, there are people that are impersonal, I'd say. just saying. Uh, but the... Right now, we're trying to figure out who's who's going to... When, when, when there is no growth, the unfortunate part is... If if you work your fanning off, and you make 5% better than last year, or 10 I can't necessarily be happy for you because it means that somebody else is down 10. Or when there's a little bit of growth, even 2 or 3%, everybody can proceed. Where some guy works a little harder, he makes 8, somebody, uh, five other guys work a little less hard, they make 2 instead of 3. Everybody's kind of moving in the same direction, even though not necessarily at the same speed. But you're always going to get that. Some people go to school and learn, some people learn to trade, some people work harder, some people work overtime. Some people work two jobs. I mean, that, that's just the way our world used to be. Let's put it that way. But now in this world of government throwing money at people you and, and other things that are going on, uh, You the, the numbers are somewhat clouded. But the Amazon numbers last night, it's it's not so much because they beat on the on revenue or on the income because they're still 100 times earnings or close to it. Uh, but the Facebook issue was, they were falling behind. They were starting to lose people, and their revenue outlook going forward is a little cloudy. Now, you had Amazon last night saying, we're raising the price of this prime 20%, basically screw you people. We're going to get all this in there. Now, the next report's going to be, okay, how many people, like, will take this wrong if you have an Amazon, Audrey, I hope you're not listening, uh, If you're don't like sheep, just immediately pay to 20% because they got to have Amazon Prime. They couldn't possibly live without it. Okay, if if 99% of the people give Amazon the 20% more, 24%, by the way, if you're on monthly, then I'm sure that next quarter Amazon's numbers are going to be good. But now all of a sudden, if they come out next quarter and we're still in this economic malaise, which I think we are, <clears throat> I think uh, all of a sudden, hey, we lost 40% of our people because they told us screw you on the 20% up, all of a sudden you'll see Amazon down 25 30%. Were I right or wrong on this? What do you think? Maybe my prediction.
1: Well, it, yeah, um, we'll fall in love uh, with what they uh, make for uh, on pricing. Uh, what I'm what I'm interested to see with the Amazon Prime change is will Walmart benefit from it with uh, with Walmart Plus? Will Walmart Plus hold the line on the price of Walmart Plus and market really hard and say, well, if you're About the Amazon uh, increase, uh, maybe you ought to give us a look now. Uh,
0: When you say benefit, right now again, we're we're talking about if the water in the pool stays steady, meaning no growth. And Amazon, I don't know how many subscribers they have—ten million. When I say
1: benefit, I mean will they steal customers from, uh, uh, you know, get get people to close their membership with Amazon Prime and uh, and and move to walmart plus now it, you know i don't i don't know walmart plus well enough i, I know it will it does like the um you know your uh, your shipping is covered um and uh, and and the expedited shipping is covered and you know it's got all that those uh, types of things now do they have music and movies like uh amazon prime does i don't know i'd, I'd have to look at it
0: well i mean if you do the I should be doing this with uh with Russell here cuz he loves it when I do it cuz he's a professor. Actually, you are too. But uh when are you going to get your PhD by
1: the way? I'm not.
0: Oh. Can you just get Can you we just call you Dr. Kevin?
1: Um you can call me whatever you want just, you know, how's the expression go? Just don't call me late for dinner. Yeah,
0: that's uh well so the if 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 you were a professor if David was up there, you know, cuz he could be a professor type. If you're up there you'd say, "Okay, they raise the price twenty percent. All right. Now, if if twenty percent of the people duck, the amount going to Walmart's the same, or the amount going to Amazon's the same amount. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. If if ten percent of the people duck, they're picking up whatever twenty percent on on those ten, and they're losing some on the other. They're still ahead of the game. So so, whatever they take out of the pool, well,
1: yes, yes, and no. Um, but uh, it, while it's true that on a straight trade, yeah, uh, they they've done that math. But then if they lose the ongoing business from all of those people, that's different.
0: Well, I, remember,
1: it, it's 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 one thing to step away from uh, uh, to change your subscription, but it's another to change your shopping habits.
0: I know, but but the first thing I said was, is if the people who send this check, let's say every month if less than 20% quit all right if say say 5% quit say screw you uh, amazon that still leaves 15% times 20, which is more than the, than the other, you're ahead of the game. I could do the math here if I dug out my calculator. You're
1: immediately ahead of the game.
0: You're ahead of the game.
1: But you're not necessarily ongoing ahead of the game but because in,
0: in any case, 5% of right. the
1: people probably shop at Amazon at least once a week, and they're not going to shop there once a week
0: I, anymore. I get that part, but what I'm saying is is you have, you've abstracted some money out of the pool, whether it's a billion dollars or whatever it is, by the by, the by in the in the pool is not growing. So there's a billion left for anybody else, whether it's David's hot, the hot dog stand, your school, my brokerage firm, whatever it is, because that they're they you know whatever whatever somebody else can grab. In other words, it's not like there's growth; they're just getting a little piece of the growth. If there's no growth; they're just they're grabbing something right out of the gate. And and yes, so, by the way, Kevin, some of the twenty dollars that they're taking, if you do the real math, is going to. It should. It should. Even if everybody signs up, it should cut back on some of their sales because people don't have the twenty bucks, right? If there's no growth. Okay. So yeah, it it affects them. But I'm saying right now the market is trying to figure out in a no growth scenario who's a winner and a loser. And since some of these companies are propped up, such when I say propped up, they're such incredible pricing. I mean, we're talking about a company, the uh, Facebook. What, what's David you can do the math for didn 't they just lose yesterday and market value five times the value of general owners? Tell me Facebook should ever have been valued that high $1 trillion dollars i mean really
1: they shouldn't have been and and, and wouldn't you think that um, that the market would would recognize way before this big one day event um, you know, I know they don't release numbers and such, but everybody knows. Everybody knows that, you know, uh, that they've been looking, uh, losing subscribers.
0: Well, but now, but now again, we'll, we'll duck into, unfortunately, my, I won't say my favorite subject, maybe my least favorite subject, the one we have. Now, how are we, how are we valuing it? Are we valuing, it, valuing these companies on the amount of today's dollars or the amount of dollars five years ago? Five years from now, five years, five years, definitely not five years ago. Five years from now, are we going to keep pouring 15% more money in the the, where where these companies 10 years from now are all going to be worth $2 trillion? Just because the dollars are worth less? Are they just anticipating that? We've got ourselves on on moving sand here. And I I absolutely don't like it. The ministers obviously don't know I don't like it. I don't know how you value anything at this point. Just don't be, just don't ever let the the, company, the the shareholders or the market know that you can't keep pace with this inflation because you're going to get eviscerated. And if you if you make the sounds like it looks like the, the prices are going up 15% and you're going up 20%, you are in. And, but not many businesses can do that.
1: No, oh, definitely not.
0: And you know what's even scarier? Uh, I, I was, you know, I've been, uh, you know, I've been rag all the time here on Commonwealth Edison and People's Gas... It's interesting to hear Dan yesterday. What did Dan say? Their utility bills went up twenty percent from last year in Florida. But I mean, how how is it that we've got a government? And when I say government, I'm, I'm including. It's it's unfair to say federal, state, and local because they're all sort of quasi dopally independent on their own. How is it that that you can have a, a a president, whoever he is, because Trump would be doing the same thing if he was in there. Worried to hell, worried about inflation, or at least sounding like they are. How can you have a a, a, a Florida ICC or whatever they are, or whatever, Illinois ICC, put through a twenty rate, percent rate increase for your, for your? Don't don't they watch the news? <laughs> are, are they in a bubble of some kind, or are they paid off to beat the uh, wh- How does that even happen, Kevin?
1: <laughs> yes, they're in a bubble. I, I think they can't, I mean, all you had to do, all you have to do is listen to listen to Jen Saki. You know talk about it and and you know what was she talking the uh a, a week or so ago uh you know uh, just you know go home uh um do a, a kickboxing class and i thought, so i st- thought stop right there you know that that kickboxing classes are what you know uh, uh wealthy rich women do or, uh, as opposed to not wealthy rich rich women by the way yeah um but that's you know <laughs> no, the that that tells me right off the bat you are in no, uh, nothing that appears to be in touch with normal people because that's not how normal people live. No. Um, you know, it's just like uh, when I, I've, I've talked to uh, someone recently about, um, you know, that inflation's been around a lot longer than they've been acknowledged, and I get back a, a history of the bond market, and I think like, <laughs> that just tells you what Fed policy has, you know, normal people. I live where normal people are normal people don't give a bleep about the uh, bond market they they give a bleep about the basket of groceries that they have yeah um it you know you just get people who are so detached from uh reality and unfortunately that's the when you talk about a bubble that's washington uh that's that's the people that's the ruling class in washington and uh, and that's what they're like
0: but how how can the state people not know that they should be they should be closer those so these increases are not are not are not a Washington approval; they're state approvals,
1: right? No, I'm, I'm sure Governor Pritzker is just totally uh, in tune with the average person.
0: Well, but I mean, it, it's it the no,
1: no as as I say that doesn't that sound absurd?
0: Well, I mean, I I'm, i as you know, I'm no fan, but I'm going to say that if you were to take the, the the rate increases from Commonwealth Edison and People's Gas and the reasons for them. For the last, how long they've been around, 120 years? Uh, I'm going to say they've been relentless no matter who's been in charge. They just, they, the, 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 the setup is you can't fight them. Okay, they. Every-
1: so let's go back to the bubble, Tom. Let's go back to the bubble and remember that people who live in the world of legislatures and so on are not like you and me. They're not like average people. Uh, they they are they live in a, a world of deals, donations, all kinds of crap like that, that are not what uh, normal people do.
0: I will bet that a uh, they,
1: but but, it, but they think it's normal.
0: I will, but For them uh, it's normal. I, I by the way, I'm not I'm not disagreeing, but I'm, I will bet you that uh, a lot of the management people you you see in the uh, in your mid management kind of places, the places you deal with, and you're. Guys go to work for these are not the two million dollar executives. They're the they're the one hundred and fifty thousand dollar executives. I'm guessing maybe one hundred twenty five. Am I right or wrong?
1: Oh yeah, maybe you know maybe two uh, uh, or more. You know I'm going to bet that all those guys totally
0: money. I'm all those guys make double what the people make that work at the ICC. Those jobs are not big jobs in the state. Those people should not be in the bubble. They they must know what the electric bill looks like.
1: I I think in most cases they do. Look, I I think it's uh, an ongoing problem of uh, CEOs of all kinds at all levels. Um, I I have worked with so many, and I I can't tell you how many times I've said, you need to get your butt out on the shop floor more often. You know, you need to get out in the production areas and talk to people, because it's not just, it can't be a one-time event, it can't be a one-time communication, because... When you ask people how it's going the first time, what do you suppose they're going to say?
0: They're going to say fine. Plus, they'll think it's a photo op and, and it's not really real.
1: Right. So, you're going to get fine. Yeah, everything's good. But you know what? When you're there regularly and and you start talking to people and you start engaging with people on a uh, a normal level, which could include things like, you know, how, how did your kid's baseball game go? Uh, you know, some of those kinds of conversations. Um, how, that, did you, how did your daughters? You know, you get to a point where when you say, "How's it going?" You see, the answer is going to be, "Well, you keep asking me. I think I'll tell you."
0: How did your daughter's trial go? You know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, did that <laughs> uh, did that, uh, did that <laughs> criminal uh, criminal attorney I recommended do do a good job for you?
0: <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of that going around. What can you say?
1: <laughs> but, but, but but this, you know, this uh, that that kind of engagement is important, and and in government, you. They don't get it the only the only times they really get to connect and there are very few who can who can do who can uh make the make this leap um but you might do uh, town hall events you know it's uh, um you know it, uh, the chamber of commerce always calls it third house you know where they come out and talk and there and I do see people some state representatives and so, so on who who are genuinely concerned and they are generally engaged Gen- they also at least around here they don't have, it's not a full time job so uh, they come back and maybe they own a business or, or something like that. But, um, the uh, it, you know, the, it, it's not normal, it's not typical for them to just be really engaged with people. And, and it needs to happen at all levels, Tom. It's not, you know, it's not just uh, the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. It's not just the legislatures. It's, you know, it, it's real easy for someone who founded a business and now employs 200 people to get detached from them. Um, not all, some do, some don't, but it's, it's not unusual. And that's, these kinds of disconnections throughout our, our business and political system, um, are part of our problem.
0: Well, you know, there's, there, there's, there's rules. There's always got to be rules, right, Kevin? And what, what was, what was, what was our guy at, uh, at Marist David, Dan Garvey? He's still alive, by the way. Um, I play softball with his two kids. Uh, was it, what was the no, rule? Number one was obey all the other rules. Rule number two is always remember rule number one, or something like that. Yeah, that was it too. So. Yeah, well, that's not bad. But uh, you have you have rules in uh, let's say radio. Uh, everybody knows we're we're podcast now, and maybe you know maybe radio again one of these days. But uh, the rule is for radio that if I were to have, say, Kevin is running for dog catcher, and I were to have Kevin on the air, well, first of all. The, the the period where you're supposed you're running for state senator and uh, say in Michigan or whatever the hell you're running, uh, the period you're running, every time you're on is considered a uh, campaign appearance, and every time you're on, I not only uh, subject myself and my show to your opponent demanding equal time, your opponent can demand equal time on the whole on the whole station, not just my show. So it screws... Well, I'm not saying it screws anybody. Well, yeah, I, I'm just saying what the rule is. So if, if somebody decides they have the drive time show, your opponent can sort of demand... not exactly sure, but they can demand time like... You know, suppose I, I have you on at 2 in the morning where nobody cares, except people are up at 2 in the morning. They can demand time the rest of the day. So you have to... They, they send out letters when we were on the air constantly telling you what, what these dates are and who you have on and, and, if, and if somebody's on, how you have to give free time to somebody else. Yet... From what I understand, at my, well, I had a client a long time ago, and I, you know, like I said, but if you go down to the ICC's office, you walk, you walk your ass in the door. You're liable to see two good-looking girls from that is sitting there just shitty chatting. They're just there all the time. You guys need lunch? You want? I don't know if that still happens. There, but the the idea of every time they walk in and see you, you have to have a meeting from a, a public utility commission, or a citizens commission. Why doesn't that work for those guys, Kevin? I mean, they're all over these guys every time every time there's a there's a will uh, bet you that I don't know how far down they go, but the top 20 people in the, in, the, in the Senate or the every single time that there's a that there's a uh, political event, there's a Commonwealth of some lobbyist putting uh, not just some schmuck like me, a big old gray-haired guy. I'm talking about some attractive young lady in a nice outfit showing up sitting next to the guy sitting. I mean, it's it's embarrassing, and, and but it, there's there's no limit to it. There's none whatsoever. And by the way, they get to deduct. What, what does the girl charge? Five hundred dollars an hour, and and they get to deduct that. They they can add that to their costs and say, look what our costs are now. We got to charge more. It's absurd. We actually did a lot of work on it. So stuff.
1: so here here's your question: Is how how do you make that transparent? How do uh, you stop if, it? If you can't make it stop can you make it can you make it transparent and um if and, and therefore if uh, an opposing viewpoint wants the same kind of access uh can you make it uh, can and it's denied can you make that transparent too
0: what well, should be and, considered you know, a public i don't know the answer
1: but i you know yeah. i know as an example um you know they they keep the log of who comes to see the president of the united states every day you know you get you get the, uh, the full appointment log Unless of course uh, President Biden goes to his home in Maryland yeah. and then they stop logging. Um, well, I,
0: but I mean, if, if uh, it should be somebody, this will never happen. It should be that if if Cindy gets to go, whether she's paying or not, David gets to go because he's he's the representative of the public uh, citizens for public utility, you know, whatever uh, board. He gets to go that's for is it. Yeah. Um,
1: is that uh, is that if you if you if if you know it, then David needs to. David knows to uh, to want to go, you know, to get himself uh, an invitation or to get himself uh, allowed to go as well. Or and, you,
0: and, le- you at least don't don't count when you figure out their costs. The uh, see, where, where, I guess where I should be. My uh, I know I talk a lot about about cost accounting and things like that. And we talked about the uh, uh, Paul writing and saying what the cost of a daily stay in a hospital is here in Illinois. And we I keep jumping around these numbers, but I never actually explain where the hell I'm going with this. The way public utilities, traditionally, have been, they've been priced, is, the, the company walks in, and they say, you owe us, <clears throat> what's the number, Kevin, I mean, it, it's probably changed over the years, they were entitled okay. to make, six, or eight, or ten percent, depending on the state, or it could be seven, it could be, could change from year to year, I don't know, not year to year, but decade to decade, they, they're they entitled to a, quote, a reasonable profit. Now, my ne- so if you you had the education that that I, I fortunately or unfortunately had. Your first your first thing in your mind is okay, profit on profit on what <laughs> you know, <clears throat> profit on variable cost, probably on full cost, profit on whatever you could throw into the fishbowl. I mean, that's the first thing that pops into my mind, which makes makes life miserable actually, Kevin, because every time <laughs> I saw it, I, I, immediately I go, I know where this is going. So if so if you if it's on Total cost. Say, I were to, I guarantee you that if some radio station paid me ten percent more than, or twenty percent, or whatever it is, more than the cost of of stacks and jacks being put on the air, David would be be paid two thousand dollars for tomorrow, this morning's performance. That would be awesome. That would be wouldn't it be awesome. The knowing it's some poor even staff, a thousand, even a thousand Oh Oh no, we'd have to because the more, the more. What do you mean? Why would I want only, only give you a thousand if I get? If I get twenty percent of on top of a thousand, why not make it two? Wow. Why not make it ten? So, so the the idea that, that that the cost of fighting a citizen's utility challenge adds to your list where your profit goes on top of that, Kevin. If you know the drill, that's so it's that's so insane. It's scary, and it's been that way for a hundred years.
1: Yeah, you know what they ought to do is they ought to, they ought to say if you if you need to make a reasonable anything it's a reasonable gross margin now go manage your o, your G so that uh, so that you can make a profit on that
0: or you could perish the thought say wow the, the the Dallas utility is putting forth electricity at a half year cost what are they doing so much better how about we pay you ten tw- percent of the profit on whatever the Dallas utilities charging not what you're charging now now we could do that or at least once in a while take a look at it, don't you think? SB Futures... Well, we, we unt- could,
1: uh, you know, and, and people like to talk about best practices and things like that. I, I don't know that the Dallas utility is doing any better for its citizens, though, so...
0: I, I, but there but, are people that are. There are there are utilities that definitely are, if you look at the total. Matter of fact, the, in Illinois, they they won't do it because they're so locked in step. If the CTA were to buy their... At one point, I don't know about today. At one point, if they were to buy their electricity for the... the uh, Subway and L trains from Wisconsin, they could have saved like 30%. Just saying. SP, whether that's today's numbers, I don't know. SP futures down 75 cents. This is from a big up move last night. We were up like 20 something last night. No, actually like 40 something. Uh, Nasdaq futures up 78. We were up, they were up 275. So we'll come back way down here after the big down move yesterday. Be right back, Stacks and Jacks.
2: How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds?
0: But I do know that if I did invest in gold or silver, I'd want to do it in the same manner as we do at PTI for investments in the market with defined risk. If you feel the need to invest in gold or silver, we can do it using the same strategies that we use for our protected index program. No matter what you invest in, we feel that you need to know and control your risk. Find us at PTISecurities.com. That's PTISecurities.com.
3: Is your business being challenged by the complexities surrounding healthcare reform or other matters related to human resources management? If so, then Cognos HR can help.
0: Stocks, jocks, and Jacks. stocks, and
4: jocks.
0: You are out of control. Right here, right now. right here, right now, right now. walk well, back, Stocks and Jocks. I'm Tom Dave Dave's Katina on the board. That's, by the way, he showed what a south-sider he was. He's not going to take two grand if he thought he was only worth one, but he's missing the point that it's, if it's plus. I'm cost, not missing the point. I'm willing to take plus, anything. Cost plus plus, and I get the plus. You just short chained me. <laughs> So by screwing yourself out of a grand, you screwed me out of a hundred. That's percent. all right. My wife will take it from somewhere. So. <laughs> well, she'll spend it. You'll never even see it. Right. SB <laughs> Futures down a buck. ESF Futures up 71. And we've got the uh, Dow Futures. So they get my. Uh, there we go. Dow Futures down 144. Individual stacks in the Dow. Uh, AmeriExpress Express down a buck 84. Amgen down a buck. And uh, well, nothing nothing really huge. Uh, actually, uh, Salesforce is up a buck 20. Well, United Health is down 249. Uh, over in Europe, we've got the DAX down 228, 1.5%. They've actually made a move down there. Now, FTSE, no. Down 6 It's unchanged. Cack around down 59.8%. Over in Asia, well, they're still not open. Over in uh, Shanghai. I like this week, the whole week, New Year. Nikkei up 198.7%. The, uh, oh, Hank Sang is up. It's up 3%. 771 to 3%. They, they, they returned. Uh, I guess the Shanghai must start again on Monday. Uh, Bonds. A 10-year unchanged at 1.82. The Bund uh, positive 0.16. The Bund has really gone from negative 0.16 to positive 1 really fast. I mean, this, this thing has moved, well, it's not very much in terms of real numbers, but in terms of going from negative to positive, after sitting negative for so long, it's a pretty quick move to the upside. Japan positive 0.19. Again, uh, that's a new high we've seen. Uh, yesterday, Dow was down 5.18. SP and p down 111. NASDAQ down five thirty-eight. So as of last night, <clears throat> we had cut those losses in half and now not so not so much at all. Oil up a dollar eighty seven, ninety-two fourteen, that's up two percent. Rent up a buck eighty, ninety-two ninety one, natural gas down twelve cents, four seventy-six, our bob up three cents, two sixty-eight. We've got gold uh, up eight bucks, eighteen twelve, making another kind of run up here a little bit. Silver up thirteen cents, twenty-two fifty-one, and we've got oh copper up uh unchanged, up unchanged. And we've got crypto up of 1500 to 38,001. Uh, David, what do you got for us traffic weather sports? Cold out still.
5: Oh yes. Good morning. It's, uh, 6.36 in Chicago on Unemployment Friday. The weather today currently in Chicago is 20 and cloudy. We're going to hit, uh, 24. We might see the sun later this afternoon. For our Phoenix listeners, it's, uh, starting today at 39 and clear. 66 will be your high with sunshine and traffic on normal buildup for friday we do have an accident on the right shoulder to kennedy west before addison street there is a light pull down so be careful out there in sports nba the suns lose to the hawks 124 115 bulls lose to toronto in overtime 127 to 120 and they take a game yeah and actually the bulls have been playing all right they take on the pacers tonight in the NHL and the NFL, we have the NHL All Star Game this weekend, and the NFL has a Pro Bowl. Both both are in Vegas. Olympic ceremony tonight, and golf Pebble Beach Challenge continues today. Back to you. What was there? Some uh, story? Some cheap shot
0: in one of the women's hockey games, or something? One of the Finland girls wasted our girl.
5: I did not see that, but I do know they played last night. And women's hockey, they won five to two against Finland.
0: Yeah, well, it was. I guess there was a was a well, some loss in there, but. Uh, some cheap shot, those Finnish girls, you know, what the hell. <laughs> um, hey, uh. Don't,
1: don't care, not gonna watch any Olympics.
0: Well, I'm with, with you, you on you. that, bud.
1: China, China gets no ratings from me.
0: I would have thought you'd at least watch like the snowboard. You I mean, if, if there was a, if you were younger, you would have been a snowboarder, I think, in a, in a... Uh, yeah,
1: skateboard. I might have been, but nevertheless, um, you know, the, uh, I, I, we can only do what we can do as individuals, and my individual activity is going to be boycotting the uh, Chinese Olympics.
0: I know for sure that my my roommate, your brother Tim, would have been a snowboarder
1: and a, skateboard, oh, a skateboarder. Oh no! Um, you, ever, you should have. You ever see him skate?
0: Uh, yeah, that was bad.
1: <laughs> that was bad. Maybe, so, maybe not. Something else that doesn't involve uh, you know ice, 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 or, or snow. I, I think is
0: probably more appropriate. Well, we had Ford came out uh, with earnings and they did, they, they are, they're down a buck oh eight. So the earnings play yesterday. Like I said, the Amazon is pretty good. The Amazon is up, uh, 331. Now again, temper that a little bit because they were down 200 yesterday because it's still a big move up, but they were down heavy because everybody thought they were going to be another Facebook, which they are not. They came out with good earnings and, uh, and, and they seem to have ability to raise some prices. I was, uh, unfortunately at a funeral yesterday and, uh, at the funeral lunch, I see whoever the guy is that talks about um, the guy, the guy who get, got killed over in Syria, uh, the ISIS chief allegedly. Yeah, I, I hear the guys quote, "We're always mindful of civilian ca- casualties." What? Is, what can one of you guys define that for me? What does "always mindful" mean?
1: Can avoid them, I suppose.
0: Maybe that's what. You, but you, that's not what it says. It just says we're mindful.
1: Oh, so we don't really care. We just know about them.
0: My the guy used to think. I always thought it was was the worst. That was Rumsfeld. Well, you know, you have some. Was his, he was collateral damage, wasn't he? Ah, there's always going
1: to be some collateral. You know, damage. It, it, it's, it, that's a situation where you know, I, it's impossible. It's impossible to sound caring when you just uh, you know, you just attack somebody. So it's I, I don't know what you would say, but it turns out that you know the guy who did the uh, uh, the most um, uh, collateral damage um Was the uh, uh, the guy they were after himself because he's the one that blew up his own family?
0: Um, that's the story.
1: That that's the story, and uh, we have found that the story is not was not true in the Afghanistan uh, killings. So I suppose you're right. That's a good point, Tom. We should probably wait until until the story really gets told, whatever that
0: may whatever that means. Ever since uh, Reagan didn't allow any news people in Grenada, were there any news? Well, you're not going to send the news news people on a ah. Uh, they had a like film
1: it. crew there to film uh, Heartbreak Ridge. What more do you want? Ah. Were um, they there? Were, well, were, I, were, that was real, wasn't
0: it? I I, have a, I mean, I don't know. We're, I mean, this is probably more of a Luke question. Is, is Syria enough of a of a non country now that I'm not saying we shouldn't bump off the, the head of ISIS. I mean, I'm not I'm not going down that road. I don't know enough about it. But are they are they enough of a non country where we can do it without asking them? Probably. I don't even I don't even know how that even I mean, works.
1: Did, did did we ask about uh, Soleimani? Uh, no. Well
0: I don't know. That's what I'm I'm saying. Obviously if somebody's in, in Canada you probably gotta ask the Canadians. I mean at what at what point do you become a a, a non sovereign spot? I don't know. I That's mean, good it,
1: question. Don't know. Don't know when uh, you know, from a diplomatic standpoint, um I guess uh, it really gets down to the importance of the relationship and uh uh, because if you don 't really care about damaging a relationship then
0: or there is none yeah there is none, no relationship at all or there is none in the first place yeah i mean it's it, i'm kind of a i 'm not criticizing i'm, 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 well, I'm what i 'm criticizing is my my seemingly inability to uh get into the news here because it it is stunning how places that obviously are still have issues fall out of the news. And I, I know my ability to access this stuff. Um, I, I probably should spend more time in like the London Times and those kinds of papers. But I, I used to go to uh, Al Jazeera US, and uh, when it, you, 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 they at least had stuff about places not here. But it's stunning how quick things fall off the the news grid here. And you know, you know, whatever the oh, problem yeah, we was, have an
1: attention. Four seconds. Yeah. Uh, you know, collective attention
0: span of about four seconds. But I mean, I know Syria was a massive issue with all the people, stuff going on there and the ISIS, and then all you know, and obviously we went in and uh, I think did a pretty good job and, uh, and quieted it all down. But is there anybody that could look at any piece of paper here on the internet? Somewhere buried in the internet, I suppose you can find it, but, or any newspaper, or where, where's U.S. News and World when you need them, or Time Magazine It says, Here's the current state of Syria. Here's a here's a section that these guys control. A section those guys control. And by the way, we're down to fifty people a week getting killed, or two hundred fifty, or we haven't been an attack in six months. And how do people how do people eat in places like that? Does there even have a job? I mean, I, I mean, how do you even find out?
1: I don't know. You know, um, the one the one show that has the occasional report where we went back to X to see what was going on is uh, Cheryl Atkinson's Sunday morning show.
0: Well, that doesn't surprise me. She's terrific. She's from. I'm going to say of all the guests, yeah, I've had, and, I and I don't
1: catch it that often, um, but uh, every once in a while, I'll, I'll see you know see her tweet out what's going to be on the show, and I'll make sure I put it on uh, on record so that I can uh, watch the report. Um, but but even that you know I mean she's it's pretty cursory she's got a half hour and runs like
0: yeah. three reports so
1: it's it's not tremendous depth
0: well it's clearly not back to being the garden spot of the middle east let's put it
1: that way yeah let's put it that way hey speaking of of not you know uh, of of reporting and uh, and so on uh, just as a preference uh, preface i politically i you know i i think most people who listen to the show would say he's conservative but i'm probably more like the small l libertarian I, you know the party's pretty the libertarian party can be pretty nutty but um but in terms of you know what libertarians believe i tend to be very much in the small government um and uh, and a lot of things that align with conservatives but when it comes to social issues, uh, um, impingement on free speech and so on. Uh, I, I tend to very much align with the traditional liberals. And I always thought I had uh, allies on the liberal side against uh, against various forms of censorship. Um, and uh, and the, so I always had to worry about the, the right and had, figured I had allies on the left. I still worry about the right, but on the left they've just gone full bore into this and it's very unnerving uh where we are on this so here here's a couple of questions that I have for all of this because uh, you know they always want you know the, the the most recent is Spotify but we know the number of people that have been kicked off of Twitter off of YouTube off of Facebook and so on because uh because their opinions are unwelcome and dangerous but so let's let's just go for broadcast and podcast type of media and joe rogan would be a good example all of these people (coughs) first of all how many how many people do you think neil young or barbara streisand or any of those people have actually listened to multiple joe rogan podcasts so that they really understand the content while they're sitting here saying he needs to be taken off or i'm out
0: well they should just be out uh uh yeah, I
1: you know, I, look, I I love a whole lot of Neil Young's music, but if you know, if he wants to opt out of Spotify, I you know, I don't care. That's, that's up to him. But do you? But here's my real question: Do you think Neil Young ever asked to go on Joe Rogan's podcast and have a conversation, have a long conversation, saying why he thinks some of these other guests that he's had are uh, are wrong?
0: The 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 whole point, if you understand democracy, Kevin, you understand that you don't vote other people's point of view down that's the whole point of it
1: Yeah, i i, I great uh, and another question and 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 if he if he did or if anybody who has uh... who thinks that uh... you know some of the um, uh... the people that rogan has had on have uh, have incorrect and or dangerous opinions uh, do you think anybody, uh, uh, Rochelle Wolensky or, or even Fauci, you know anybody like that, ever said? Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if Joe Rogan has invited them. He should, but if he hasn't, do you think any of those have uh, placed a phone call and said, you know, I'd like to come on your show and, and tell my side of it?
0: Uh, by the way, you bring About up it. You, you bring up always. I think you have actually have a little bit of a mind meld with me, which is pretty scary. I, at this funeral I was yesterday, uh, it was pretty, pretty awful deal. A guy died suddenly in one of those deals where you think it could have been prevented. Uh, anyway, um, uh, sitting next to a person, I won't say male or female because somebody could, maybe somebody could figure out where the hell I was. A physician, fairly prominent, um, said she received a letter a while back saying if, uh, if she was caught talking out or, or, or appearing, uh, against the vaccinations or anything like that, or bring up any anything like that, that she would, could lose her license. This is America, Kim. What?
1: Yeah, she's threatened uh, for, threatened with losing her license. How do, how to practice those? medicine. Why? Like because she's practicing medicine.
0: Why? Why? Who gets to do that in this country? Who gets to do that?
1: It's not just speaking, saying anything against the vaccines, Tom. It is people have been regularly threatened for using therapeutics for trying to use therapeutics to treat people who are very sick uh, with COVID you know that, that that's amazing to me if, if you give a prescription for X you will lose your license and X you know take ivermectin as an example you can argue you, know, you, you can argue whether you think it's effective or not but it's not it's not harmful and and there if, if there's not another treatment and you want to try it and you're going to lose your license for it that's a problem every that, I mean this is this is part of the uh, the silencing um, you know there's there's some media I know I, I don't watch her show so I, I don't know exactly what they have on there but I've seen a lot of people going after Laura Ingram, um, from Fox News she has a, a show every uh, every night and I don't know what time slot. And uh, and and apparently, you know, she has a lot of uh, people on talking about vaccines and vaccine reactions and things like that. And I've actually uh, had people say, "Yes, yeah, she's getting people killed." Uh, once again, do you think that uh, if if somebody uh, representing the other point of view has asked to be on and denied, then that's a problem with Laura Ingram? If Ingram's uh, show has contacted some of these people and said, Do you want to come on and give your side? And they say no, that's a problem. But, but the the impulse that we're seeing instead is just no, ban them. Well, just ban them. Shut uh, them up. Uh, silence them.
0: I know the question and, is. And
1: this, to me, is the worst development of the last couple of years. It,
0: it's it, been in ongoing. In many cover. ways,
1: I would argue that it's worse. Than the impact of the pandemic itself. It's,
0: it's been ongoing. Because this is
1: going to be lasting. This is going to take a long time to undo.
0: You, you, and, you uh, of all and, people,
1: and I, I think it's just it's really uh, cutting at the fabric of who we are.
0: You, you of all people, um, and we've had this kind of debate for a while, and I'm not saying you ever really argued against me on this, but you of all people should have known that this is where. For some reason, wh- where we're going... I mean, I, you know, I, we've been around a while. Went to a doctor 20 years 20 years ago. The guy looked at you, or she. They gave you a prescription. Nobody knew, Kevin. Nobody cared. They did it, and if it didn't work, if you went, found a new doctor, they recommended a, a specialist or something. It was, everybody was quasi-independent. Nobody's independent anymore. You're either part of the Northwestern Medical Group, the University of Chicago Medical Group, and even the people who are allegedly... Uh, you know, part of something or M- MDVIP or their some card unit, you can't go in I and mean, even get an EKG and the guy just run it and say here it is and walk out the door. There has to be a code that EKG. It has to it has to go through their their unit. It has to be priced out properly. You you can't they they don't know. So they they know exactly what prescription drug you get. Now when, when you have that kind of knowledge, there will be people that would say, what's the difference, chief? I know the difference, Kevin. Once there's knowledge, there's some idiot is going to compile all that stuff and say, "Do we know that we got Joe on this thing?" And he gave somebody a a uh, this prescription for something. By the way, our group doesn't recommend that. You, you know it's coming, Kevin. It has to be coming. Well,
1: and what what's driving the limitations that the group does? Yeah. Liability. Liability. They're completely liable. Liab- averse to anything that might get them sued. And that's that's what's driving medicine nowadays.
0: But we're we're going to say from these people who are convinced that they are right about the vaccines and so forth. Um, by the way, this this doctor told me that John Hopkins or somebody just came out with a, a study saying all most of the stuff they did with the lockdowns and everything was worthless. I, I, yep. I'm I'm, I'm going to get that before I before I. Yeah, you know, that's out it. this week. It's out just within the last couple of days. Is, well, that's, then this person was correct. But now, is, does the flip side also work? That if if I say, and I I wouldn't if I would if I were to because I don't know enough. But if I were to say I, I read three studies from some other place, it looks to me like, boy, you know, for for kids under five, there's there's this many deaths with kids under five, and out of how many bazillion, and we're gonna we're gonna you know, and if it's if it's ten years from now, say there's a hundred deaths for kids under five, and and ten years from now we we the, the numbers come up and say, one hundred and ten kids under five of the same amount of people. Died from the vaccine. Now, do I get to go back and take every single one of these people, yank them out of their careers, get rid of their license, scourge them in the town square, and do the same kind of stuff they're doing to other people? Do the do the rules work both ways for having a wrong opinion? And I, I think strongly. Think that they believe they're in a spot where it only works one way, and I got a problem with that.
1: Yeah, I, I've got a problem with that too. And 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 I go back and say if if if, the, if some opinions are so wrong that they should be banned wouldn't you think that patiently because you know on a lot of these uh, shows and especially something like rogan show where they they visit for over an hour um, wouldn't you think that if you uh, had the opportunity to patiently explain your side because it's so damn brilliant and it's so damn right that uh, that that would be an effective ab- approach rather than banning people.
0: Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, you know,
1: it, it, and yet it's not happening, and, and it's it, it, it's just mystifying to me, and it's just so disappointing, and it's so disappointing that that's all coming from the left, um, you know, it, that, that because historically that's that's been the ally in free speech.
0: Did you uh did you have a microphone underneath our table yesterday at this funeral lunch? Every person there, well, except for one lady who's <laughs> she can be a writer, but then it it on, but uh. Every, everybody else there w- w- is stunned at how the, the the repression is coming from the left. They always felt and these are not young people. They always felt that there was if there was going to be repression, it would come from the neocons, and it never did. Well, a little bit maybe, but the that the that the, the, uh, the repression is coming from the left. The, 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 I mean, I, I I'm stunned at that. I, I never I never I suppose if I thought yeah, back the, to, the
1: only other time that it has not come from. Uh, real conservatives was when tipper gore was on the uh um, the war path against uh rock uh rock and roll lyrics um at one point but but that was that was actually fairly mild uh, by com- certainly by comparison to what we're seeing nowadays
0: gee what would you think and, of rap lyrics
1: um yeah, no kidding
0: that's, um, that's bizarre Hey, I have, well, I have a sports question for you i watched the bullies last night uh, there's no no people in the stands. Are there no people at the hockey games either up there?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, there's 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 a good reason why the uh, uh, the the truckers are uh, you know are parked in Ottawa at the moment. Um, you know, in, in because Canada, uh, Canada that's great. Canada um, Canada has has been so restrictive um, and so unwilling to relent. Um, that uh, it, it, it doesn't surprise me if there's nobody in the stands.
0: I, I mean, I've I've watched the Hawks quite a bit. I somehow have not watched the Toronto or, or Montreal. Or, I thought there were stands in that, and people in the hockey. How, how could you have people in the hockey games and not in the uh, basketball?
1: You know, I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, provincial uh, as opposed to nas- nationwide.
0: might be. might just be uh, Toronto.
1: It, you know, so it, it, it might be a, a I, function of where, where, where were they last
0: night? I'll tell you what, I would know, out of all the chances of being a politician. Toronto. They were in Toronto. Out of all the, all the things of being a politician, people are the same all over the world, I honestly believe that. The last thing I would want to do, ever, is ban, uh, people from going to see a Maple Leaf game. It's the hardest ticket in sports to get. I, I can't imagine what political suicide that would be.
1: Just saying. You know. Well, you know, you're, you're <laughs> seeing it with Trudeau anyway. He's he is absolutely trying to commit uh, political
0: suicide. It's just like it's like people uh, being in high school. It's
1: great that he, you know, it's great. I tested positive. Sorry, I can't come and see you, truckers.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's like being in high school football in Ohio or Texas. How do you do that?
1: I mean, I, you don't. Uh, uh, um, you, you should. Uh, you know but 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 they do. And, you know, this is another part of it. You're seeing this, uh, the, you know, story out of Virginia this week in um, whatever county, like, uh Loudoun County or something like that, um, they, because the Virginia's new governor has uh, issued an executive order to ban uh, uh, forcing children to wear masks in school, and the school boards are fighting back. They're fighting back by charging children who come into their building without masks on with trespassing and having and so this is who we're going to arrest you know hey you know what go uh, uh, you know get a uh, domestic violence charge we'll let you go on a uh, um you know with, with zero bond uh and go to do it again but show up for um uh, show up for school without a mask and sorry we're going to have to have you charged
0: i the uh, idea of, of having mass charged uh, a and, mass and this on is happening
1: all over the place now, as people are starting to push back. And this is, you know, I am glad people are starting to push back. I am wondering what took you so long, but um, it's, uh, uh, it, but it's, it's happening, and this is turning into a really ugly situation.
0: Uh, it is. Hopefully, it'll, be, it'll it'll back off with the spring coming, but I, I don't think the mentality is backing off at all. I just uh, so what do you make of uh, the, the Facebook situation, Kevin? You you are. Uh, you're kind of our guru, and they, you know, they're having trouble growing right now. do You think Amazon's going to maintain well, you this? You
1: know what? They they lost me years ago. Uh, I I don't go to Facebook anymore.
0: Well, how much of it is? Uh, you know, I, I've ne- be honest, full full disclosure, I've never been there because the, of course, the Finra people that, that ride over our, our industry. They they they. You got to have like all kinds of people. You know, uh, watching everything you do on Facebook is everything. Is supposedly, I, I don't get this. How, how the the people on, on TV that work for these big companies like the Merrill Lynch's of the world and and you name them, they can be everywhere on every Facebook and, and be on TV and say whatever the they damn well please. But they got a whole sm-
1: team of people who uh, uh, who, who manage their um, social media.
0: Well, okay, but I mean, so if it takes, there's no way I can. Plus, I have no desire to be on there anyway. I mean, I don't care what somebody's wife's making for dinner. To be honest with you. Um, if I want to, if I want to talk to somebody, I talk to them. I want to see them, I see them. It's, it's just, I guess that's old and South Side. But I mean, is, is it is it mostly people interconnecting family back and forth, or is it turned into this political morass? I mean, people that I know are on it are still, you know, talking to their grandkids in another state. I mean, it seems like it's pretty nice for that. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a mix of all of it. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure. I, like I said, I haven't been there for a long time, but it used. to used to be that way and the political discussions get heated and i always found that uh, i i had very very little I, I didn't have enough control over what came across my uh, uh my feed there to um, to keep the stupid stuff out um but uh but you know twitter is not much better but at least in twitter i can very very easily block is there
0: is there a uh, competitor i mean a serious competitor like the young kids use something different
1: well, the, the young kids are using, um, uh, Instagram and TikTok.
0: Okay. Now, they're, they the but, last uh, mostly the same.
1: Yeah. Well, there's some co-ownership in, in that too. So, that, you know, that can be a problem. Um, and as far as Twitter goes, there are all kinds of platforms now that have popped up as competition. No one has, you know, gotten real traction. Um, although uh, many of them have attracted some really big names that uh, people like to follow so you never know uh, i mean but that takes time you know if, if when you have a dominant player like twitter in that uh, kind of instant blast out of thought type of market um it it's going to take a while and we'll see who shakes out i know there's parlor's out there getters out there i mean parlor was making inroads and uh, and then all of a sudden they got kicked off of amazon web services um. Uh, gee, no, no collusion there it. on that one.
0: imagine um,
1: and uh, uh, and so uh, they didn't have a platform, which you know was a, a foolish risk. You know, I talk a lot about risk assessment in my classes. That was a risk assessment that they didn't have nailed down very well at all, and it's probably you know it sort of kicked them down. And I think Parlor exists now, but it's you know. I, all I right,
0: don't Kevin, know. we got we got a dashboard. I yeah. got a. If Carl because I have a feeling his labor report today is going to be, uh, what, it's anywhere from a positive 100,000 to minus 400,000? That's a spread. Yeah, it's going to be carnage. So take care of yourself, buddy. Talk at you next week. SP futures up six fifteen, Nasdaq futures up 116. Uh, be right back, Mr. Carl Denninger.
2: Hear Ye hear ye! The Homer Broadcasting System is on the air. Stocks, jocks, and jocks. stocks
0: and jocks. You are out of control. Right here, right now, right here, right now, right now. back to stocks and jocks. I'm Tom Howery, Mr. Dave Catina on the board, and it's cold, cold Friday morning. SB and p futures up 650 now, Nasdaq futures up 120. We've recovered pretty much here. I mean, we were. uh, Up pretty high last night. We'd recovered maybe almost a half of what we were down yesterday in a huge down day when the Amazon numbers came out. Uh, But now when this morning came in, we were like unchanged on the S&P. Went up a little bit in the NASDAQ, but now we're creeping up a little more. Again, we've got this jobs report in a half hour here. I've got one outfit saying 150,000 jobs. This is after uh, ADP came out with minus 310. So the only guy that can make any sense of all this is Mr. Carl Dunninger. How are you, bud?
4: Oh, I'm doing good. This is going to be uh, quite a wild ride, I think. So you
0: were you how many how many puts did you have on Facebook and calls on uh, Amazon?
4: Oh Lord, you know I, <laughs> I i have to i have to chuckle at the hubris that comes from a company like Amazon that reports the number like they did and then turns around and hikes their fine fee by twenty bucks.
0: Uh, we were just talking about that, Carl. That the, Right now, the market is anxiously seeing... I mean, uh, well, I'm not going to repeat the whole thing, but I, I think there is no growth right now, and I think some people are able to gouge out a piece, and every time they do, somebody else gets a spade in their back, and and if Amazon gets the, to charge, you know, 100 million people or 30 million people, $20 more a month, it's coming out of somebody's hide, and it looks like Facebook's one of them.
4: Well, I think gouge is the right word. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I, I, you know, there's no inflation, though, anywhere, right, Chief?
0: I'm surprised we were mentioning, by the way, I was thinking of you yesterday, because, uh, um, being a, a former Floridian, uh, Dan Janinas was saying he thinks his utility bills up 20% in a year. How do, how do these state utility commissions let, let these raises go through when they know the, the, the president on down in Washington's railing about inflation? They don't, the states even care, Are they even listen to the news, or what's the matter with them?
4: They don't. don't, of course, I mean that's the the basic problem you have with things like this is that okay. So what what goes into your your utility? Yeah, you know, let's let's just take electricity for example, right? Um, Exactly how that mix gets generated in a given state is is variable. Depends on where you live. Here we have some that's nuclear, and that's very stable in terms of cost. Right? It costs you this many dollars to build the plant. It costs you this much for the fuel. And it runs for this many years before you have to turn it off and change the fuel out. Okay? <laughs> and that's, I mean, that, that's basically how it works. Uh, and you have a pretty good idea what the maintenance budget is and things like that when you put the plant together. But everything, and, and we have hydro here to some extent as well because, you know, TVA, right? Which, you know, we take advantage of that. However, what is the rest? Well, there's two options. You can burn coal and you can burn natural gas. All right. You know, they still, burn uh, a lot, they
0: still burn a lot of oil, Carl. If you look at the numbers, scary enough, they still burn straight oil.
4: Well, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, that's actually, it's not stupid. Um, one of the things that I always think is so funny is, is people people make a big deal about this whole, you know, climate change thing and this and that and think What they don't understand is that if you look at the raw number on a per-person basis, per capita basis in the United States, CO2 emissions in the United States on a per capita basis went down about 30% between 1980 and about a year ago. And that's not because we use less energy. It's because natural gas, CH4, has far more energy than C when it is burned. Okay, Why? Because hydrogen has a insanely high binding energy. So when you break CH4, which is methane, that's what natural gas is, when you break that, you get a whole lot more energy per unit of input than you do if you just burn coal, which is just carbon. All right. So as we went to natural gas uh, as a predominant fuel for this, and we did it because it was cheaper. We didn't do it for any other reason. The only reason we did it, it cost less money. When we did that, we cut the CO2 emissions because you get more energy per unit of input. Well, okay, doc. <laughs> okay, and the, and the other thing that goes with that is that because natural gas burns at, at such a high temperature as a result of this higher energy, you can use what's called a combined cycle plant. So there's there's two basic heat recovery cycles. you can use one one's called Rankin, which is which your nuclear plant uses in older plants, and then there's one called Brayton. And if you combine the two, you can get efficiencies up to about sixty percent, which is the best you will ever achieve. And and that is about double what you get out of a Rankin cycle plant. So a, a nuclear power plant, because it's, it uses water as a medium, there is an absolute maximum on the internal temperature it can run. And if the maximum possible thermodynamic efficiency is the difference in the temperature of the input to the output in Kelvin. And that's the best you could ever do. There's there's no way around this. This is physics, and that's that's just how it is. Not
0: even Scotty so, could do better.
4: Uh, well, you know, if we if, if we figure that stuff out, okay, then you know. Well, one of the things that I've pointed out to people, when they they start on this whole you know green energy thing over there is I said, look, if you figure out how to break these laws, that have even even the Star Trek universe follows the laws of physics. Believe it or not. When it comes to energy, in that they, they use dilithium, which of course is a mythical material we don't have. But they use that as their means or that's, that's their, essentially their battery. Okay? Uh, if you figure out how to violate the laws of physics, you actually have created something better than the Star Trek universe.
0: By the way, I'm looking at the chart here. Out of, uh, four, here's a billion kilowatt hours. Four thousand billion, whatever the hell that is. Uh, Uh, fossil fuels are roughly 60% of that so the numbers is is 4,000 on the total fossil fuels are 2,400 out of that 2,400 natural gas is 1,600 coal 7,73 petroleum that's lower than I thought petroleum is only 17 Uh, petroleum liquids are 10 what is petroleum coke?
4: Uh, petroleum coke is, is essentially the really really heavy stuff uh that, that comes off that is otherwise, that, for all intents and purposes, useless. But it can be burned. It's, it, it is combustible.
0: Nuclear is like A Right now, look, nuclear renewables are about tied.
4: Yeah, um, and, and uh, the, the problem you have with what people... I mean, it would be nice if there was a free launch, okay, but there's no free launch. Uh, the problem with renewables is that they are not really green at all. You have to, the, the production process to make solar cells, for example, is extraordinarily nasty in terms of the chemicals required and the effluent that it produces and you have to get rid of that somewhere. One of the reasons that we don't make them in the United States and they're made over in China is because we decided that poisoning our land and water was a bad idea about 40 years ago and we stopped doing it. And, and that, by the way, was a, was a good decision. But, that also means that if you want to do anything like that, that is at an economically reasonable cost, you do it over there where you can just dump the stuff in the water.
0: What uh, when when you talk about we're we're our places, we got a couple minutes where we talk about uh this crazy jobs report because we can talk about all we want, but we won't know what's going to happen on when it comes out. Uh, the well, if, if for the, it comes out halfway decent, and we have to talk about why it's so different from the ADP. I guess what um, how much. Potential is there in like uh, you know tidal stuff and things like that. I mean, it seems like there's an awful lot of power there. Is that is that just useless or or, or the uh, the thermal between you know the the water the cold water on the bottom and the warm water on the top? Is there any any real future in that stuff or is that just poppycock?
4: Well, it's you know there's there's an unbelievable amount of energy there. Okay, I mean if if you actually start looking at what the Earth has available in those areas. It's it's enormous. It's just utterly ridiculous. The problem with trying to extract it is that it's relatively diffuse and and the whole issue with energy is you don't you don't want it diffuse. Okay? I mean, you know, enough enough power to run an LED flashlight is not very useful to you, right? Uh, no. So you need to concentrate it you need to get it over a large area collect it over a large area and then extract it and it's the same problem you have with solar and wind one windmill does not produce a, a, a tremendous amount of energy one solar panel does not produce a tremendous amount of energy all right i can to put a solar panel on top of my my little rv trailer and uh you know and i get 100 watts out of it okay that doesn't you know that's that's not really very much right <laughs> And I only get one hundred watts when the sun is directly overhead, shining directly on it. Right? As it you know, as it moves, it, it it's less. So the the area you have to cover in order to get the, the the recovery out of most of these things is ridiculous. Now there are some exceptions. For example, there are places up in the northeast uh, that have ridiculous tidal ranges and relatively small inlets. Okay, so you've got a huge body of impounded water that floods and drains. Right, and has monstrous tidal range changes over time. Sort of like San well, Francisco could, Bay. I'm sorry.
0: Sort of like San Francisco Bay.
4: Well, San Francisco not so much. But on in the, in the northeast, there's there's there are places that have tidal ranges that are just crazy. Okay, and there are places all over the world like this. Then again, you've got places like where I used to live in Florida, where the tidal range is about a foot, a foot and a half, and it's basically nothing. But there are but there are parts of the world where there are. Tremendous ranges. The problem is, if you want to actually tap that, you, you would have to tap that. You would have to block it off. Well, guess what? Uh, there's there's people in there that would like to get out. There's people out that would like to get in, You know, they're, they're, you'd have to stop that, right, in order to be able to do that kind of thing. So, uh, is is there a practical way to harness this? I I, I don't know. Uh, the other thing that you have to keep in mind is that when when we do things like that. We may think that that is free in terms of environmental impact, but you're wrong. It's not. It's never free. There is a, a potentially serious environmental impact, that we probably don't understand all of the impact that we'll have by doing it. I
0: actually uh, read some, I get that, I don't know, maybe it was you, somebody Sigmund, me his to this Digest, and they had one of the questions in there was, what if you put uh, solar panels in the Sahara, couldn't you get enough sun to power the rest of the of the world. And the answer was, well, you wouldn't even have to use the whole Sahara, you could use you know, part of it, but oh by the way, if all of a sudden you put all this black stuff on top of the Sahara, here's all the climate change you're going to you're going to cause other places and what the mess you're going to cause, and the world wouldn't look anywhere near what, you, what the world looks like now. So you're right. It,
4: well, that's well, that's the problem is that the, you know, we we think that there is there is some free lunch. There's no free lunch. What but Chief is that we, we live in a society that we have today because we learned how to concentrate and exploit energy. If we damage that, the impact it's going to have on, on our daily lives is enormous. And it's not just price. Okay, I mean, price, part of it. But, you know, what's going on now, you know, you look at, you look at the situation now with power and, you know, and and heating bills and things like this. Pull up a 20 year weekly chart of, of energy. Okay, natural gas is spotlight spot price in the futures and and we are at the upper upper end of the range that we've seen on and off since 2010 all right the, by the way the, that upper end about close to five dollars um, is you know the, the low in the early part of 2020 was 144 okay so Damn. that is a
1: huge
4: difference all right but the, but the general average has been somewhere around two or two and a half. To three bucks, and that's been the the general long term, and and we're very close to double that. So if you're making your power from that, uh, guess what? You're taking it in the shorts because the cost of your fuel has gone up by almost double. Well,
0: how much, in your estimation? How much can we gain? And we'll, we'll shift over to labor and market here because obviously people are concerned. I wish I could tell you which stock's going to make the thirty percent move uh, tomorrow, but I will say this, Carl. I used to do a, and will again one of these days. It's a real lot of these earnings plays where if my, if the calendar spread was cheap enough, I would, I would essentially make the trade that the stock would not move as much as the straddle setter was going to make, or even if it did, I could break even. I've been getting, I've been getting obliterated with those things the last few months. The, the move, the movement on earnings is, is un- unbelievable.
4: Yeah, and there I, isn't, there, I, I looked at the ones on Amazon yesterday, and, and I looked at the one on Facebook the week before, and, and I didn't like, with what I saw, I mean, there wasn't a play there that I was comfortable with.
0: Well, the straddle on Facebook was, uh, I, I think, twenty two. and It moved seventy. There's a, yeah, a, There's a
4: shot in the behind. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, who do, who thought you were going to get that? Right? I did. Nobody.
0: I was saying that. What, right. This, I mean, I. Right. What, what I. This is don't, don't ever do these trades, guys, because like I said they they work for a while, then they, they haven't worked for a while. But what I do is I look at the uh, the straddle. The call and the put, and if I can buy the calendar, the weekly calendar for less than a tenth of the straddle, uh, at least in relative pricing, I I think it's a good trade. Well, the the operative word there being relative, you know, but um, because sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But at least they're. they're, But I mean, because I think lately the, the stocks have been moving more than the straddle.
4: Yeah, and and the, you know the, what's going to end up happening there, of course. You know the guys, are, the, everyone that you put on, somebody's on the other side of it. They're not going to continue to do that for very long without jacking up the premiums.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think they think it's enough. But my my question to get back real quick on the energy part: how much, how much do you get if if people just for the for the, the the technologies that we're pretty darn good at? You know, not the big huge you know windmill, which I think they're probably pretty good at, but it's out of our league for. So you say we, you know, six of us <laughs> from the show got together. and we get old, and we live in an apartment complex, and we had one little windmill on top—the ones that look like a globe—spinning around and powering up our our electric car. We used to go to the bar every night, and, and and maybe it it also takes care of the outdoor lighting at night or some crap like that. If everybody did simple little stuff like that, I gotta believe it makes a five or ten percent knock on, on with stuff people, you would I'm not talking about going crazy and, and, you know, i and, uh, and one, one thing I know when I drove back, when I pick I bought my pickup out in Tucson, part of it I wanted to drive back on the old 66, but also my parents had both died, we needed something to clean a house with. I didn't really need a pickup for that, but I used it as an excuse, so I'm, I'm driving back along, I don't know if you know, if you know it or not, but the, uh, I-40 old 66 is basically right along the, the Santa Fe tracks, right? But all these major roads are right near the train tracks, right? Because the, the uh, surveyors of both sides are both pretty smart, right? Right. And they get... The, so I'm driving along, air conditioning, my my new old truck, working fine. God, I'm thinking, I don't know about wind or, wind or solar in Chicago, but if I'm out here, I'm gonna, I'd am gonna. i love to have a, a, a deal where I'd tell the Santa Fe, hey, look, drop your freight train off here, and for the next 500 miles... <coughs> I'll pull it for you. I've got 50 electric locomotives. I've got, you know, 50 windmills and a solar station. There, there's no reason they have a they have a gas-fired plant out there. It's relentless winds, relentless sun. I'm saying there are spots where we could be a lot smarter than we are. Other spots, what's the point? How do you get solar in Chicago, for God's sake? It's cloudy every day.
4: Well, yeah, I mean and that's that's part of the problem. The the, the thing that that becomes a serious issue with some of these renewables, though, is that you have to look at the at, at the total cost of ownership and operation, and then the fact that it's unreliable means that you have to have a means to back it up when the sun doesn't shine or the wind doesn't blow. and And when do you need that? You need that at the particular moment when you know when it happens. Right? And, and you can't just turn around and say, well, you know, that's not going to be a problem, so we don't need to have that available. Because look at what happened in Texas last year. Okay? You had, you had an ice storm. The windmills could not run because the blades were out of balance. And if they tried to turn them on, they'd destroy themselves. So you can't turn them on. If you do not have the ability to back, to get power generated, people's pipes freeze because their houses cannot have heat.
0: But right. I... so,
4: and we've done some silly things in this country. We It used to be that essentially all of the natural gas pipelines, the pumping stations that provide the pressure of those things, were run off bleed. So basically what they did was they bled off a little bit of the natural gas that was in the pipe, and they used that to, to run the compressor. Okay. Now, because that's, that's not green enough, so now we run all those pumps on electric motors. Well, that's great right up until the grid goes down.
0: Well, then you're back into the grid. I mean... I... Of course, the grid could right. be better, but how, how does? Let me ask you this. And you, I hope you know this answer. I'm, I'm jumping on you because I don't know, and usually you do know. Who, who the hell runs the grid? Who's the? Who's the, the, the well, there's the, no
4: there's no single answer. So there's there's different regional authorities uh, that are that are called ISOs that that operate the the they're essentially a nonprofit consortium in a given area. That, that coordinates the generation and the distribution in a given, you know, in a given place. And then those all interconnect with each other because you might be short here, but this guy's got, got more power than he needs. And the marginal cost, if you've got it and you're not selling it, is very close to zero. right. Well, I mean, if I, if I have to pay for gas, fuel or a gas generator versus buying it from somebody who has too much, uh, well, gee, it's you know it's smarter to buy it from the guy that has the extra, right? So the there's there's a lot of coordination in horse trading that goes on. Where you run into trouble is when a, a bunch of people in a region uh, all are short, then <laughs> the price gets rather expensive.
0: Well, I I uh, I asked you a question and you answered the question that I I guess I, I actually asked, but I, maybe I asked the wrong question. I am asking on, on an hour to hour basis. One right. of the one of the people that you know, the person I know, because I mean, for people they haven't figured out by now. I, I learn a lot of stuff by talking to people, and one of these, one of my friends, or actually his wife, ah, whatever. But I know the, the couple real well, and and he's a high high wire man for the county, right? for the county, up that us in these places, even though he doesn't work for them. And uh, I said to him, uh "Abby, how come when I drove through Indiana and it's pretty breezy day, and I got this huge wind farm?" Half the, uh, windmills are, are essentially not turning. He goes, well, that's easy, Chief. They, the, the, the grid can't handle them.
4: Right? What do you mean There's, the no, there's, there's no demand for what they can generate.
0: Yeah, I, I said, well, why can't you tone down the natural gas plant? He goes, hey, you know, it depends on who's running the natural pit." I guess my question is, who, who, who gets, who's the computer in the middle of this? Who's, uh, who's, uh, well, who's well
4: okay, so there's a bunch of things that go on with this. So natural gas, Natural gas turbine plants can load follow; they can change their output very rapidly. But most of your base load stuff that is designed to generate the the demand that is there essentially all the time, the base generation that has to be there for the grid to function, um, so that is that is to some extent coal, to a large extent nuclear. Uh, those those plants take a long time. To make significant changes in their output, you cannot turn around and say with this nuclear plant over here go from twenty percent of your capacity to eighty percent, and I need it in fifteen minutes. You cannot do that, right? Okay, it takes hours for them to to make significant output changes. So, and, and if you try to force the issue, they'll trip offline, and then you get nothing. So there's, you know, I mean, it's just, that's a prohibited area. You try to go there, it doesn't work, and, they, and the control systems say no. And, you know, again, I mean, if you if you try to force the issue, what ends up happening is you get nothing. So it's there is a, the natural gas plants, the turbine plants, can load follow very rapidly. If you're running one of those at 20% of output and you say, I need 80, you can have it 15 minutes from now.
0: Well, who's, if somebody, say you and I, we're geniuses, right, um, and we we find a, a spot in Wisconsin where nobody even knows, but if you go up on this one little hill, you find that the wind just blows there all the time. I'm not saying there is such a place. So you right. and I say, wow, if we can put eight windmills up here, we're going you know, to kick some ass. Who's, who's, who pays for the line from our windmills to wherever the, the grid is close enough to connect to?
4: Well, the, the the whoever owns the generating facility and and the ISO would negotiate for you know how how that cost gets allocated because the the person that that has the power and wants to sell it uh, you know I mean he he's he's got an interest in seeing that he be he's able to sell it. And the, the organization, you know, the ISO th- that wants to have it available on the system for the various utilities that want to distribute it to customers, they have an interest in seeing that that, you know, that, that gets built too. So there's, there's you know, there's some horse trading and negotiation that goes on there. The well, reason why uh, I asked that,
0: it, is Dan uh, Janitas yesterday gave us a recommendation of some big wind farm in Dakota, and I know there's a bunch up there. But I also read something a while ago, and I'm asking you to tie it together, that one of the reasons why we don't get a lot more power from up there is, is some of the grid is this. uh I'm going to say was the, were the old wires copper or aluminum? Um, well,
4: all the hi- all the all the high voltage distribution tends to be aluminum.
0: Okay, so but there's also some new stuff that degrades a lot. There's there's way low. How do I start this? Every time the,
4: the, the renewable generation tends to be DC, and DC can travel over longer distances without being regenerated. Um, but in order to change it, so we use AC primarily because it's easy to change its voltage up and down with transformers, and and that means, of course, the, the higher the voltage, the less the current, the thinner the wire can be. Okay, so you you want you do not want to have low voltage over long distances and in large quantities because you have to use a much, much thicker wire and it's more expensive. So you don't do that. But DC cannot change voltage easily. You have to use fairly expensive equipment to do that. The two, of course, do not directly interconnect. You have to have electronics to interconnect the two. And until fairly recently, high voltage DC to AC conversion was expensive and difficult. It's gotten a lot cheaper and easier uh, but DC can be transmitted over very long distances without having to be regenerated. You have to have substations and transformers every so often on an AC line, and there's a the, the reason for that's a little complex. It's called reactants, and okay, it's right, that's what right. happens is if you try to go too far, you get nothing out of the other end.
0: we got to go to break here because we have the numbers. My, I guess my question is, it's not in Commonwealth Edison's necessarily best interest to put a high-efficiency line from South Dakota here, and they're going to say, I'm not going to pay for that,
4: right? Uh, not if they can generate it for less here. No, I mean if they if all if the all in cost would be cheaper to put it there, then would they, yeah, they'd be inclined to do it.
0: Well, I guess what I am saying is if they. Well, well, we'll talk about it. We got to do Jabs report. Minute, let's go to break or a little early and come back. We'll have it. I'm sure you're aware of investors that took some increased risk, such as longer-term fixed-income securities, and are now unhappy with that choice. At PTI, we've always stressed total portfolio risk awareness and tried to minimize chasing returns in a tough environment. Well, now it looks like maybe interest rates are moving more towards historical levels. Everyone needs to be aware of what that continued movement might do to your portfolio, both good and bad. We also have a stock market that seems to have stalled, at least for the short term. Stocks, jocks. jocks, stocks, and jocks. You are out
4: of control. Right here, right
0: now, right here, right now, right now. Hello welcome back Stocks and Jocks. Way to hear these numbers. 467 that are positive. We have people predicting 400 that are negative. We're going to have Carl sort this out. This is going to be interesting. There's got to be adjustments all over the place. We'll see. SP futures down 12, though. They don't like it. I guess that means we've been back in this hopefully ba- hoping for bad numbers so the Fed doesn't really uh, raise rates, but I don't know if this is going to make a difference here. Anyway, s and down 11. NASDAQ Futures up 21. Make that up 17. They're moving all over the place. Dow Futures down 121 over in Europe. DAX down 227. That's 1.5%. FTSE up 5. That's unchanged. Uh, CAC around them down 59.8 uh, over in Asia. The Nikkei up 198. That's 0.7%. Shanghai still closed. And Seng up 3%. Up 771. They've been closed all week, so that was their move for the week, uh, bonds up five basis points, one eighty-eight. Wow, that's it's moving up there. Uh, bund, I don't know. Fed's going to be it has a fight on their hands at least ten years. The Bund up four basis points to 0.19. Again, it's moving up very rapidly in percentage terms. Uh, Japan up uh, one basis point to point one nine. Yesterday, Dow was down five eighteen. Is up, we all recall. Uh, S and P down one eleven. Nasdaq down five three eight. a horrible move to the downside yesterday, almost. Four percent in the NASDAQ. Uh, oil up a dollars 9201 rent up one sixty four, ninety two seventy five, natural gas down nine cents, four seventy nine, Arbob up two cents, two sixty-seven, gold up ten sixty on these numbers, eighteen fourteen, silver up seventeen cents, twenty two fifty five, copper up two cents, four forty nine, and we've got Bitcoin up eleven hundred bucks on these number. I don't know about the numbers, but they're up eleven hundred bucks. 37,608.
5: David, what do you got for us? Traffic weather sports. Uh, good morning. It's, uh, 7.34 in Chicago. Today's weather. It's 20 degrees and cloudy. We're gonna hit a high of 24, partly cloudy, with some sunshine. Phoenix listeners, 39 and clear. 66 and sunny. Traffic, traffic, uh, we got a lot of accidents to report. Eisenhower, Kennedy. Every, <laughs> smash up Derby right now, so be careful out there. In sports, NBA, Suns lose to the Hawks, 124 to 115. Bulls lose to Toronto in OT, 127-20, take on Pacers tonight. Um, NHL and NFL both have their uh, all-star games, uh, and they are both in Vegas. Uh, Olympic ceremony starts tonight, and golf, uh, Pebble Beach continues today. Back to you, Chief. Uh, Carl, you've got a second to compose yourself. What do you make of this? This is wild.
4: Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> so, on an unadjusted basis the January number for employed is down 114,000 which is an extraordinarily small that's normally a, a substantial negative print okay and that's just because there's this thing called Christmas and in January all the temporary people that they hired for that get laid off uh, it's not unusual to see a million two to a million five come off during that month on, a, on an unadjusted basis so to be neg 114 is a wow Okay, that's a that's an eye popping number. Um, the the other thing that's interesting, and I, this is you know we've talked about this for the last several months, is that uh, there's been this nasty trend in the non institutional population. And I said January is going to be the truth teller for this because that's the revision month for all of those. Well, guess what? They revised out basically all of the decline that had been seen since February of last year essentially all gone. This this print was plus two point three five one million on the single month for the one for the one month change. Uh, again, that's a that's a you know January is the revision month for that where they co- they correct their alleged errors. So
0: uh, and the one I look at I look at I got
4: that was in these numbers. Has been entirely erased.
0: How does that happen? I, I was—I looked at the first thing. I looked at the one I'm not supposed to look at that everybody looks at uh, is the A1 number. This is—these are people that are uh, in, in the work could be in the workforce. I got, I got a hundred. I got a million one people showing up, and a million four that are entering the workforce. How the hell do you do that in a month?
4: Well, if you, yeah, it's Table A1, which is uh, page 15 of the PDF file uh the top line the the civilian non-institutional population is not even though it has a seasonally adjusted and a not seasonally adjusted there is there is no seasonal adjustment number there okay the, the, NA, the sa number is actually not really sa for that one particular line where all the other ones it is but not for that one and so the the interesting thing there is that you know all of a sudden we have, uh, you know, we go from 262.136 to 263.202. That's, you know, 1.1 million uh, in one month. Now, normally, the delta on a 2 million change over the course of a year, which is about what it's been running for a long time, uh, normally the delta is a couple hundred thousand, you know, 180, somewhere there. Uh, to see this all come in at one time is just is, is wild, and what it essentially does is negate that entire trend that I've been talking about for the last 5 months it, or the, the, does it negate it or
0: it was negated the 1 million move um the
5: I'm trying to figure it.
0: um I've got you know going all the way back to last year I got you know the the December number again this is my was like 261 million and It made it up to you know two two sixty one five. It only made up to two sixty two in December. Now it's two sixty
4: three two. people. What I'm, I'm saying is that yeah, I mean that's a two million. That's a two point three five million change. Yeah, I, how do you do that in one, one month. month period, right?
0: But we guess when it comes to adjustments, I don't understand where were all these people? They're they're sort of counting them all year, or, or and just. How does well, that even obviously,
4: happen? they were wrong. This is the uh, January is a month where they take all the errors that they accumulated over the previous twelve months and they get rid of them. That's the month where it comes in. It, it happens every year, and there is a dislocation in that table every single January. But this is a really big one.
0: <laughs> all right. So what it means that the that the hopes of people that the Fed was going to grasp at some of these bad numbers and not raise rates, which I think was really the hope in the last week with the bonds actually going up and not down. Well, now we got bonds going down. we got market heading south here a little bit. Well, south a little bit, but considering it's not coming back at all from yesterday, it's actually south a lot, I guess, when you think about it. I did see 300,000 people coming out of the we-don't-know-what-they're-doing column, so maybe some people are re-entering the workforce. There is that a one-month phenomenon I can't really think about?
4: Well, the non the non, the not in labor force number on a on an unadjusted basis is neg sixty two thousand. So that's I mean, yeah, it's there, but small.
0: And the unemployment unemployed are actually up.
4: The the unemployed on a well, yeah, the unemployed on a non not seasonally adjusted number is up and it should be up. It's it because what's I mean, reality is, is that you what do you what do you do in January? All the seasonal help that you had during that time you, you get rid of it.
0: Uh, but I, I'm just going to ask though the a, a regular year seasonally adjusted number well, if it was you and I doing it this wasn't a regular year we still had a bunch of COVID and stuff would you, would you I would have cut the, the December and January adjustment up in January and down and, and I would have cut that in half what about you, I mean why would you use the same adjustment it wasn't the same kind of year
4: well because they you know <laughs> there, is, there has always been this this belief that uh, the seasonal adjustment numbers are essentially a dial that somebody to suit whoever it is that wants them twisted. It's one of the reasons I don't like using them. It's that there's... I, I, I don't buy the the, the BLS's, uh, you know, accuracy in that regard. But the NSA numbers are, I mean, the data is what it is. And that doesn't mean that there aren't intentional... You know, skewing that goes on in there too, because you can always do that anytime you're doing sampling. Uh, And some of it is unintentional, but you can do it intentionally if you want to too. But I just think it's honest, and you you just look at a 12 month, you know, from a a January, Christmas comes the same time every year, okay, basically the bottom line. So uh, as you look at it on a 12 month basis, I I think it tends to be a little more honest. But I, like I said, the shocker here is that the, the trend that appeared to be in the table in the non-institutional population was entirely erased. Um, so, okay, so either BLS is completely full of, you know what, or, or they were just plain old-fashioned wrong over the last, uh, you know, nine months. But the other thing is that with this data and, and with what you're seeing here in this, in this gain, which should be a loss in January, okay, and it, and it was, but it was a small one. It should be a very large one on a non-adjusted basis uh you want my opinion the fed ought to be putting 50 points on next meeting
0: if you put, well if if this this number is not match i don't i mean i'm not sure what the last 12 months in the household survey would have given you but uh, i mean on the establishment survey the one they publish but this this thing must be catching up like january to january i got 7.1 million more people working
4: uh, I have seven point on an on unadjusted basis over the last 12 months 7.235 well that's a lot uh yeah
0: <laughs> I mean it's about as, I mean uh, I I would say that uh, if I was the administration I'd be crowing about that even though well
4: yeah yeah you, I mean I expect you're going to hear some uh, some intro you know some hey, rah 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 tweets out of you know out of the Biden administration and very shortly here. All right, but, so, uh, so where the, if you're Jerome Powell, you got to be looking at this, going, uh,
0: <laughs> "That guy needs to get to two and a half percent as fast as he can." And even that,
4: just you know what? I think if I if I was sitting in the chair, which they would never let me do, I uh, I I'd, I'd put fifty on intermeeting right now. Yeah, we too. Well, what, uh... Right, I mean, I'd, I'd come out this afternoon and I'd say, Hey, guys, uh, the Fed Fund's rate goes up to 50, you know, goes up 50 basis points. And, oh, by the way, all asset purchases were stopped at the Fed desk in New York this afternoon. Um,
0: that'd sure piss off the banks. They like to the front-run those You paid commissions on them, too. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, uh, I, or, no, next question. That uh there, It's got to be in everybody's mind after listening to the number. How do you, how do you, uh... You know, put this one together with the ADP number the other day. Is it all just adjustment?
4: Well, it, it, so ADP. You know, I've, I've been following us for an awfully long time, and ADP has a a uh, rather colorful history of being just dead wrong.
0: Okay, but when you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change those words to say they don't match. If they're if they're doing what they claim they're doing, the story with ADP again. Kick me if I'm wrong. Forty percent of the people in this country, thirty five percent of the people, uh, get their payroll through ADP. Right. Something along those lines. And so if ADP says, It looks to me like for the forty percent of the people we take care of, we had two hundred thousand more people, so if you multiply that times two and a half, you know, we get up to whatever or we've lost as many people. How how could they ever be quote wrong? I mean they, they, they might not match up, but how can they be wrong?
4: Well, I don't know, but, I, but this kind of a discontinuity between them and the BLS is extraordinarily common, and this is one of the things that leads people to believe that the BLS is essentially a dial that the administration twists.
0: Well, isn't the household and establishment survey, if you could explain that to everybody, those two, aren't, don't those always not match or, or a lot of times don't match?
4: Well, they frequently don't match, and then of course the you know the seasonal adjustment is part of the problem with the establishment survey is that so the AD, the ADP number is not seasonally adjusted. Okay, the ADP number is the ADP number, right? If ADP, you know, if ADP does forty percent of the payrolls, and, and they see, yeah, you know, it's, it's just a multiplier, right? You, you, okay, this is what we saw loss from our you know from our numbers or or gain from our numbers. The establishment survey, there is no non-seasonally adjusted establishment survey number out of BLS.
0: Yes, don't they put it out after a while?
4: Um, I don't know if you can actually get it out of data tables or not, but it doesn't come out in the release. There, there is a non-seasonally adjusted number that comes in out in the household survey, which is what I use for my work.
0: Okay, so uh, just to be straight, we've got the ADP number, which says forty percent. Do we do we think that there is a A bias in ADP that they're, uh, higher salary people, lower salary people, or is the mix good?
4: Um, the bias in ADP is that it doesn't catch, it doesn't catch small independent firms. It does catch franchises because a, a a large percentage of the franchised businesses, you know, if you, if if you're a McDonald's or whatever. By the way, we're a small independent
0: firm. We're a small independent firm. We use ADP.
4: Well, you know, but uh, but I'm saying on a on a, a representative percentage basis. Okay. Okay. So I mean, it's they they underweight there simply because the small companies are less likely that the unaffiliated small firm is less likely to use them um, than the you know than either a franchiser or um, you know or or a large company.
0: All right. So in one corner got ADP that does 40% of the payrolls maybe slightly uh, skewed to the upside in terms of size of businesses. Right in the corner we have the establishment survey which is a survey of businesses allegedly random that the Fed people call up and say did you hire or or how many people did you have this week versus last week or last month, correct? Yeah. Alright, in corner number three you've got the household survey where does like people call up households and say how many people you have in the house? How many people are working?
4: How many people are working? Right, exactly. Right, and, and you know what? You know what would be what would be very interesting because nowadays, and and then you have this other. all right, So the 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 establishment serving ADP number obviously do not pick up any of the 1099 people and any of the yeah any of the independents. Okay. Are, you, the, you know, the single the single person. You,
0: you and Kevin are, are clairvoyant today. My next question was be. In corner number four, you've got businesses that are just starting. Uh, Carl and I look around and see, we've got 15 people looking around for for new decks or to get their decks repaired, and we hire five guys, and we are all of a sudden chief in uh, Carl's deck repair, and we're going to pay our guys uh, by, by check or by, you know, but we're going to at the end of the year. We're not going to know about them until next year when you get to 1099, and, and uh, uh, that's the fourth. When, when, is, when does that number enter or leave?
4: Um, yeah, that that's, it probably doesn't get captured anywhere officially until the quarterlies go in. Uh, it, and the other thing is that the rules have changed. So now, at an IRS level, uh, they ought to have, as soon as those tax deposits go in, even not, before the nine forty ones are filed, it would, when the tax deposits go in, they should have that data immediately.
0: Well, who's, who's, we're not taking
4: the taxes out.
0: Well, we're, I, 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 yeah, I and I'm
4: saying that that the little guy, you're not going to get that until the you know the end of the year rolls around and the ten ninety nines get issued, and then there's and then the reporting happens.
0: So it, it is it is some group's job. I, I did read this one, so I'm not just making this out of thin air. It's some group's job. To determine how, there's a name for it, Carl, which you probably, they they try and figure out all the businesses that are either entering existence or leaving existence, what, which might be, you know, 10% of the, of the population, whether that number is going up or down. And that's why I've always felt, and I don't know if you agree or not, that when the economy is doing well, it's actually doing better than the numbers say it is because you know, there's, there are going to be groups like us saying, "Hey, let's get three guys together and form a decking company or whatever, a lawnmower company." And uh, and when things are going crummy, there's people are getting laid off. You don't even know are getting laid off. So, I, I think when people things are going good, it's actually better than, than the numbers show. When things are going lousy, it's worse than the numbers show. Is that fair or no?
4: Yeah, and and that's I mean that, that is there's always going to be slop. The the assumption. In most economic conditions, is that the slop is reasonably consistent? Of course, COVID has thrown a wrench into all of that. Yep. So, I mean, anybody that thinks that you can accurately model, uh, you know, the 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 underreported stuff during the last two years, I I think you're crazy because there's uh, yeah, where are you going to get the data from in order to use as a comparison base?
0: Well, it does seem like if you look at this whole last year. That there's been some pretty reasonable progress made. <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah, tip-
4: uh, well, it, absolutely. And and the thing is, is that it, but it's it, the other thing is it's uneven. So it depends on where you are, all right? I mean, you you look at the the places that you know they put some of these mandates in for you know for masks and you know and, and vaccine passports and and you know for indoor dining and things like that. They're cratering, all right. I mean, you you look at the reports that have come out in the press from. Those firms, they're saying, hey, you know, we got, we got people that pull, you know, they pull around in the car, they see that in the door, and they just keep driving, and you know, there's nobody in the place. On the other hand, you go down to Florida where there's none of that stuff, and they're getting slammed.
0: But we're, we're within one good month of being back to where we were in employment and end of 2019. Do, do you believe that? I don't know if I believe that.
4: I don't know that I believe it either, but that's what the data says. Um, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at 2019, um, well, actually, not quite. I, you know, I look at uh, twenty twenty, so twenty twenty, oh two, which is just before it. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I don't have those numbers. Um, I just got the end
4: and we're one fifty five six eighteen.
0: I'm looking at one fifty seven one seven four in this thing.
4: Well, <laughs> I'm I'm again unadjusted okay. employed number from twenty twenty oh two. All right. One fifty eight oh one seven and and like I said, well, yeah, but one fifty five sixty two. I us said two and a half. It's about two and a half.
0: Yeah, this, this this table shows it's almost even.
4: Yeah, so I mean it's uh, you know, but that's I mean that's uh, you know, it's uh, that certainly is uh, is improvement with, with no matter how you slice it. The other thing is, and the most important number and the one that I have. Have made us think about for a long time. The one that really matters, from the terms of long term st- you know, stability of the economy and the, and the government's funding, is, uh, is the employment population ratio. It's at fifty nine point one on an unadjusted basis this month. Um, to put some numbers on that, it was at fifty nine uh, seven at uh, as of twenty twenty oh three, and it's sixty point nine was the uh was the number in uh, february of 2020 um so we're we're at, uh, we're two full points about uh off that
0: real stupid question what if i'm working two jobs are you counted twice no how do they how do they stop that
4: well you you might get counted twice in the establishment survey but you won't get counted twice in the household
0: all right how do, how do you how do you call somebody's household when nobody's got a phone
4: well, you know, I, I I'm not sure exactly how they're doing it. You know, what I'm saying they, they, supposedly they now include cell, and uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: You ever know anybody? You know what? My, phone's,
4: my phone's never wrong, In all the years that I I've, I've you know been walking on this planet as an independent adult, I've I've never actually been surveyed.
0: Me neither. I haven't no. either. Um, but I don't know if I I'm not so. I guess if they identified themselves as the the BLS I might actually talk to them but I don't you know the other people I don't survey don't
4: yeah know. I don't know I mean it's a... But, uh, but yeah it's it's a very this is a very interesting report and i think this this kind of if if anybody was looking for cover to not do something in terms of, of really accelerating the uh, the interest rate picture I boy this thing blew that up
0: what do you what are you seeing in the segments usually you have a there's usually an interesting segment you bring out for us is there I mean, is this is this for old people, young people, uh, college educated? I mean, who, who all got hired?
4: Um, well, this uh, the the firing pattern for January is exactly what you would expect. The only people who got uh, who actually got hurt uh, are those with less than a high school diploma. So it's all the high school kids that were working part time jobs over the holidays that they got laid off, and that, and everybody else was up a tick. So that's, I mean, you know, high school grads, uh, some college, a bachelor, bachelor's was up two ticks. So, I mean, every, everybody else saw gains.
0: So none of what you saw earlier in the year were you know, people that were 35 to 55 that were college educated were getting basically tossed out, none of that this time?
4: No, this, uh, this, this month's data looks good, totally normal in terms of what you'd expect for a January.
0: It looks so good. I, well, why, all of a sudden, after all these months, do I well, have trouble believing it? But I don't know. I guess well, great.
4: me too. But I'm just you know, I mean, it, this is what the data says. I, I don't. I don't know that I believe what they're reporting. But this is what they're reporting.
0: <laughs> well, now, but now the market is going into a. I won't say a tailspin because this is not even. I suppose are down sixteen, and Nasdaq is down thirty, which is like next. Well, it used to be a meaningful number, but now it means like absolutely nothing. What uh What do you make of? uh are the are the bonds finally gonna start going down? I mean is gold gonna uh gold is turned around and is not even up anymore. So I mean how do you even it's it's you know, what are we doing here?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean that's uh you know, that's gonna be an interesting it's it, it the, the reaction to this over the next you know, the next week or so is gonna be uh gonna be quite interesting. One thing that is is of note here, and I don't quite uh, this this is a little bit of a puzzler. The 25 to 34-year age cohort, you know, that's the only one, 25-34 uh, actually had a significant loss in employment.
0: Wow. Hey, uh after just being at a, a funeral yesterday and after talking to some of the people there, funeral homes are busy. I, mean, how, I know you watch those, I'm not saying you, you, you love watching mortality tables. Why is everybody dying, Carl? I mean, it, it, it is, appears like it's, People tell me that you got to wait to get into a church for a mass. For God's sake, here
4: it's 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 not COVID, and this is this is very bad. Um, there's the majority of this. There is there is a significant excess death number that is showing up in the mortality tables. It's across essentially all age groups except the very old. Uh, of course, that's not really all that shocking, right? Because all the very old people that were susceptible got whacked you know, during the last two years, right? I mean, it, that's, it's sad, but it's what happened.
0: Well, they say you can only uh, die once. We'll, we'll see about that, you know.
4: Well, you know, I mean, but that's the, you know, that's the data, okay? And then, uh, but the thing is, now what we're seeing, and this has been going on since last January and February in particular, and, it's, and it has not abated much at all, is that there is a significant mortality spike among the uh, the working age population in this country, and that is not a good thing, and it's and it's not COVID.
0: Um, are there any... Of course, my business mind has to ask, is it enough to where any life insurance companies are in trouble?
4: Uh, yet, no, but if you think this isn't going to end up hitting rating numbers and uh, pricing, uh, you're uh, crazy.
0: Do you have any idea someday, of, as a subject, maybe you don't, how those guys... I, mean, I know that the uh well I don't know i mean, I will ask maybe one if you can how those guys decide how much how much to keep back for for to have to pay out on people
4: well, I think there's a lot of, you know there's there's a lot of regulation that comes in there so but yeah, I mean one of the things that that is very troubling in these numbers um especially like among the twenty five to forty four and forty five to sixty four ages is that there there was you know the obvious original uh, increase that was mostly COVID that came, you know, the starting in March and you know February, March, April uh, of 2020, and and that really didn't relax. It kind of stayed at a constant. But then, starting around July-ish, July ish, July August ish, which was when people started talking about mandates and forcing people to do th- certain things, uh, there was a sustained increase that went across all the way to October, November. Which was pretty much when the you know must do it or get fired date started to drop. Really, uh, and that that mortality spike is especially nasty in the twenty five to forty four year range.
0: All right, and Kyle, that, we got to We got to finish this up with. Give us something to talk about next week, buddy, because we're out of out of time. p futures down twenty one now. It's a big turn from last night. Nasdaq futures down uh, seventy five. I'm going to say, but the the S and P's up fifty last night. Now they're down twenty two. I don't think we need another day like yesterday. Carl, thank you very much, buddy. Have a nice weekend. Uh, okay, be back not- on Monday. Stocks and Jocks.
1: What do we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. I guess we learned not to do it again.
6: Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to PTISecurities.com. PTI ProDirect. Trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at PTIProDirect.com. Nadex. Offering an intuitive way to trade the financial markets. Visit Nadex.com. Home Source Realty. Call Audrey Johnson at 708-349-3456. Homsey Analytics. Listen to Fari Hamzi every other Thursday and visit hamzyanalytics.com. Cairo Med. Back or neck pain? Schedule a complimentary consultation by calling 708-403-2727. Dax Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1-800-821-4968.